0: The Mets and the Cubs at Citi Field on Monday. Jacob DeGrom, a 2010 draft pick up the Mets. He would square off with John Lackey in this one. But Lackey would blink first. He faces as Dribble Cabrera. Cabrera drives one to deep right field. Hayward back near the wall. The scoring with his fifth home run of the air. And it's 1-0 New York. So now Bruce, who walked in the first inning. The wind in the 1-1 coming. Swing, it's tagged in the air. Deep right center field. A sizzler towards the wall. It is gone! The Mets have added on to the lead. They're ahead 3-0. Herrera homered his first time up. And he drives this one out to right center field. Headed back toward the wall. And it's out! Ooh. As trouble Cabrera with his second home run of the night, and it's four nothing New York. Degrom ahead of him, 0-2, and a foul tip for strike three. Ground ball, Walker down to a knee. Side retire. Eight strong innings. 1-2. He struck him out and the ball game is over. Jacob DeGrom with his second career complete game and the Mets win their fourth in a row. The Mets take down the Cubs 6-1 as Jacob DeGrom throws 116 pitches for his second career complete game. But the Mets did lose Joanna Cespedes in the sixth inning due to a sore left heel. As Druba Cabrera now has six career multi-homer games, two of those six have come against the Cubs. Terry Collins was happy to watch Jacob DeGrom go the distance on Monday As DeGrom turned in his second career complete game on 160 pitches, here is the Mets skipper sharing his thoughts on a 6-1 victory over the Cubs.
1: I think if you go right back to the first inning and you saw how he pitched the first three hitters, it wasn't fastball, fastball, fastball. Fastball changeup, slider, fastball in, sinker away, slider. I mean, he mixed his pitches tonight and uh, he really, that's the guy we know is in there. And, you know, I'm I'm not saying it happened, but you know, if he sat and watched the last two nights and watched those guys use their off-speed stuff, throw strikes, move the ball around, he might have said, you know what, I can do that too, and he did it.
0: Terry, what happened with Cespedes? We saw the well, heel. Well,
1: Cespedes in the past. This is not the first time this heel thing has flared up. He, he's got a bad left heel that sometimes, for some reason, gets irritated. Um, I don't know if it's like a bad bone bruise or tendonitis in his heel, um, but we saw him limping out of the dugout to go to left field. So we just went out to say, you know, what's going on? And he said his heel was bothering him. And I said, I'm going to take you out. He said, no, it goes away. Sometimes it just goes away. He said, let me move around and see. I think I'll be okay. So I said, well, we'll keep an eye on it. so he came in, and I said, how is it? And he said, no, it's still there. He, and I said, well, you're done. He said, just let me hit. If I get on, you can run for me. I just, But I, I need a, I need the at-bat. I want to, I want to hit. And I said, well, if you hit something, I don't want you, you know. And he said, No, I won't. I was just, but I, I, need, I need the at bat. So he hit and we took him out. So,
0: considering this has been there in the past and gone away, is there cause for concern on your well,
1: part? You know, Steve, the one thing I didn't want him to do, which I told him in the outfield, I don't, now I don't want you to alter the way you run. You know, if you got to alter the way you run and all of a sudden now, you know, you're running with different muscle groups, you know. And uh, I, I was, we were concerned about it, but he said, No, I'll be okay. And, but we just, as a precaution, took him out in
0: the back. Uh, do you have a timetable? Will he play tomorrow
1: or anything like that? Again, we'll wait till he gets here tomorrow. He's scheduled to play tomorrow, um, but I, I can I won't know. now. I don't know just yet. Terry uh, Jacob. He, he benefited by having uh, four double plays hit behind him, but. Is there something to be said when you have a pitcher who's on his game at the, the infield? Is it going to be a little sharper
0: and a little more on their well, toes? Well, I'm going to
1: say, you, you know, it was pretty funny to have those double plays tonight. We were talking to Doug out yesterday, you just don't see ground balls anymore. With the new launch angle stuff that's going around through baseball, you, nobody hits ground balls. And so tonight, when you, you get that many ground balls, it just tells you that he had to have some life on his fastball that, you know, got some, got some guys on top of the baseball and we, and we got some double plays. But that's certainly, those were big, big helps to him. Zach, Sorry, could you have used Conforto as a pinch hitter tonight? What What's the status of? You said you hadn't talked to him before the game. Yeah, I, he. Uh, it was. It was stiff. He came out. He had, he got treatment before the game. He came out in the dugout early in the game, and I asked him how it was, and he said it's it's better, but he still feels it. So, uh, um, I just said, make sure you get some more treatment during the game tonight, and try to uh, you know. Check in early as you can tomorrow, so we we got a feel for how you're going to be. But uh, we'll we'll again we'll decide tomorrow whether or not he's going to be able to play. Dave, I was going to say, Terry, that was kind of a throwback with Degrom. I mean, I think his last pitch was like 97, and he was well over 100 pitches. I mean, does that give you some faith not only in him, but maybe in some of these guys can start giving you some length and yeah, and, I, I and make do, a statement here? I do, Dave. I, I tell you, and I you know it's only human nature, and I. I think I was talking to Wayne before the game about some stuff, but, you know, I think I think he and Harv put added undue pressure on themselves to step up and try to carry the whole load. And, uh, but tonight he went out. And, again, you know, had we not had the sixth man this week, he would not have gone out in the ninth inning because he's going to have to come back on five days. And we saw what happened in Pittsburgh when we pushed the envelope a little too far. He had two bad starts right after that. so. Um, But he's got an extra day, so we said we'd let him go a little bit.
0: Terry, you kind of joked about it when you walked in, but is it frustrating when you take all the precautions that you think are necessary to keep Cespedes on the field, but it doesn't matter because he still has to come out for another reason?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very frustrating. It's, uh, you know, it's like Dickie Scott said. He said, you know, you just can't ever ever worry about one thing. you know, it's always it's always something else that's going to pop it in rear its head, and 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 that's the case with this guy. And you know, it, it's and I know he wanted to play. I know he wanted to stay in. He was you know he wasn't happy about coming out. But as I try to explain, look, we talked about this the other day. The whole big picture is we've got to keep you in as many games as we possibly can. So if we miss you for five innings tonight, it may save us nine innings in a day or so. Um, and. It's tough it's tough for him because I know he he wants to play but it's it's pretty frustrating when you know that you know and especially when you only have a four man bench and you got to use a guy in the, in, in the fifth inning um, you know and, and another guy can't play pretty short so um, but fortunately we had Jake and he settled that so Zach Terry there the, the pop there was the pop-up that dropped you know because Drupal kind of heard from the crowd, and he responded with two home runs and made a bunch of really nice plays in the field. You know, just your thoughts on just him, well, how he's handles uh, kind once of. Once again, you got two shortstops out there, Zach, and I know Jose's playing third, but in his heart and in his mind, he's a shortstop, and you know the rule, the Shortstop calls that he takes it. You got 25 years of experience, major league experience in between the two of them. They both think they should have caught it, so it's it's just. It's, You know, I I told you guys years ago, I had an old old manager tell me those were errors of enthusiasm. So, uh, fortunately, he came back and, you know, made made up for it.
0: It's been an up and down season for Jacob DeGrom, but he reflected the pitcher who had ace-like stuff back in 2016 as he threw 116 pitches for his second career complete game. Here is the Mets right-hander talking about his effort and about the Mets' 6-1 win over the Cubs. You know, the two before that, I got my teeth kicked in, so... Um, definitely uh, wanted to have a good one and fortunate, uh, fortunate enough tonight that I did. And um, you know, I don't, even, I don't know how many double plays we turned, four or five, but uh, those guys made great plays behind me tonight. Did you pay more attention to using all
1: your pitches tonight?
0: Um, I noticed early that I had a pretty good changeup, which I haven't really had a lot this year. Um, so that, my curveball, all of them were I was able to locate pretty much whenever I wanted. And, that helped, that helped out a lot, and I think that comes with working in between on a couple of things. So, um, you know, stay at it and uh, try to get ready for the next one. It looked like the last couple of innings you had pretty good life. Mm-hmm. Is that a good sign for you late in the game with that pitch coming? Definitely a good sign. Um, you know, I, last couple starts, I feel like I kind of got worn out out there. I think I stayed kind of within myself tonight, and... You know, later on, I still had some left in the tank. The Mets send Zach Wheeler to the mound on Tuesday. He'll be opposed by John Lester.